Blog Talk Radio. Amen, amen, and amen. 
guys, how are you all? I see you guys on. Thank you, thank you, thank you so, so much for joining the Veronda Bellamy Inspired Show, where my focus every Sunday is to bring you guys content of relevancy. And uh, we've had quite a few series that we've actually, you know, successfully gone through over the months. And for this particular month, we are going to be delving into bringing forward mind, body, soul, as well as spirit. And on this particular show tonight, we're going to talk about mental, um, mental illness. And I wanted to essentially talk to you guys about mental illness because it is very, very, very real <laughs> for many people. I think in the African-American community, unfortunately, it's overlooked oftentimes, and we are just, I think, intuitively so just feel like we can just, you know, overcome anything. We don't have to really rely on uh, doctors, counselors, psychiatrists, or anything like that when we don't feel 100%. If you're feeling 50% or less, 75% honestly or less, you need to be reaching out to a counselor. You need to be reaching out to a psychiatrist. There's absolutely nothing wrong with it. It's a reason God put these people in these different professions is to help us. It's just like if you have some type of, if you have, say, high blood pressure, and if you're not being treated for that high blood pressure, then, you know, it can go really bad really quickly. So doctors are in place for high blood pressure for any type of physical illness, um, so why can't we have someone that's able to help us with mental illness, right? Our mind has so much that it carries, so much that uh, basically it, it guides us every second of the day, right? The mind is such a strong, strong muscle in our body, and if we're not taking care of the mind, then the body, the spirit, and the soul, all of that will follow in place. I think the scripture goes, you know, um, let this mind that's in Christ Jesus also be in you, right? So you want to really try to get to a point of, A, believe in that, and, B, if you believe that and you see that's not happening, then reaching out to the right resources to help you get back to 100%. Now, understand we have pastors, we have bishops, we have um, evangelists, we have all these people in the church community that can definitely help with that. But if that person is not necessarily skilled in that arena, it may not be the expertise that you need to help you, you know, go ahead and move into a better place of functioning mentally. There's nothing wrong with prayer. There's nothing wrong with spirituality. You guys know I'm fist palmed up. <laughs> I'm all about inspiration, right? Um, I'm all about, you know, going to your pastor and talking to your pastor about things that you're dealing with. But at, at times when, you know, you have to, you can go to your pastor about having, you know, chest pains. You can go to your pastor about having, you know, you know, a broken toe, whatever the case is. But your pastor more than likely is going to refer you, right, to someone that, that is actually an expert in that arena, right? So if, it's a, if you're having heart conditions, he's probably going to tell you to call 911, right? Call. <laughs> <laughs> call call 911. Let's get someone here. And while someone is on their way, we are going to pray about this thing, right? So um, if you're having some type of mental breakdown and you're not able to pull your thoughts together or whatever the case may be, you know, he, the pastor, he or she uh, may, you know, enter into prayer with you. But I want you to also be encouraged and to know that you can also reach out to a counselor. Um, you can reach out to a psychiatrist. You can reach out to a psychologist as well um, to kind of help you maneuver through. There's so many different experts that's out here, people with all these, you know, thousands of dollars of, of student loans that, you know, has provided them with the education and, and tools that they need to be able to help us on whatever capacity, whatever the specialized um, arena is, and we, we really need to rely on these people. So as it relates to mental illness, I really wanted to kick off the series with this topic because me, myself, you know, working in the field and finishing up my master's right now and dealing with it firsthand, you know, I, I see how it can really wreak havoc. And then myself, I am a survivor of a two-and-a-half-year depression. Um, anyone that really knows me, and for those of you that's been listening on the Veronda Bellamy Inspired show, um, you guys know that as well. I'm not ashamed to tell that, you know. Um, 
at all because I, I stand I can I can stand I can talk to you over over the live broadcast but I can also look you in your eyes and talk to you about what it is that I went through and how I was able to survive it. Um I think it was A, um by the grace of God that I made it through more than anything and by that grace of God the wisdom spoke to me and led me to seeing a counselor in which I, you know, had counselors that I spoke with and talk therapy that really talked me through what I was feeling, where my mind was at, and and helping me to get up out of the depression and then learning to live again. And then from that point, actually, once I pulled, you know, was able to pull myself up, get up, get going again, I birthed a book, I birthed a show, Veranda Bellamy Inspired, I started coaching people. I bought a new home, like so much happened in my life and my husband's life and our life together um, once I was able to come up out of the depression. So, But it didn't happen for me until I was, A, in prayer, of course, always, first and foremost, and, and then, B, um, trusting on God's wisdom and his guidance to lead me to the right counselor, to the right um, psychologist that I needed to talk to. I knew something wasn't right, and I was not afraid to actually go out and seek the appropriate people. So I, I thank God for that wisdom. I really do. And when I came out of the depression, I came out, y'all, stronger than I've ever been in my life honestly and i just you know looking back on it you know i i'm not going to say i thank god for the depression but i do i i think for that i thank god for that that season that i went through because like i said i came out so so much stronger than i have ever been in my life and this is just the beginning of everything so guys i want you all to be inspired um to if you're dealing with some type of mental illness, if something if something's just not right, if you got you know friends telling you um, something's not right, if you you're living in a home with your spouse and your spouse is saying to you something ain't right, you know, um, kids, whatever the case is, if it's if it's apparent to them, oftentimes for us when you're going through a depression, you may not realize how disconnected you are, um, and 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 the people that we are around the most will start to see the change behaviors. And from that, then you want to go ahead and start navigating through to try to sort through what it is that's really going on. And it may take you journaling. Um, it's definitely going to take you praying to God to kind of reveal to you what it is that's happening and then to guide you to wherever you need to go to get the proper help that you need to move beyond that painful um, place that you're in at that point. Um, also, with – when I came out of my particular depression, I also birthed a book called The Pain Stops Today, 10 Steps to Discovering Your Purpose. And the book is available on Amazon.com. You guys can go there and download it um, through the Kindle app. Um, but the book really is just, it was just a piece of work that I literally wrote within like a day. I wrote the book um, went back and, you know, got it up to par and went ahead and released the book or whatever. So, from that, like the book is written from Bible verses. Um, it kind of guides you through building a spiritual relationship with God. And um, that book came from the place of me coming out of a depression. So that was my gift to anyone um, that's struggling with it, anything, any, anything mental um, that you're dealing with. The pain stops today, and that's really what your, your mantra should be when you get up in the mornings. You know, you're dealing with a depression. Your mantra needs to be the pain stops today. And it takes a while when you're in that place, in that dark place of depression, it takes a while for you to get there. But if you can make that your mantra, you can say it one day and, and, and try to make it a practice every day and really carry out your life in such a way that you believe it, then you will begin to see that your life actually does look like the pain has stopped, like you're beyond the depression, you're beyond whatever bipolar uh, episode you may be having or whatever mental illness that you're dealing with, you're beyond it and you're living a life to the best of your abilities. Um, for many people, when they're dealing with mental illness, it's really hard for them to navigate through. It's hard for them to find or even to believe that they can have a better life than, than what they had before. But I am here to tell you, this is my testimony, guys. I am here to tell you all that it does exist. My life has, has turned in so many so many different arenas, so many different areas um, for the best. I mean, I was—I've been asked to be like the chairperson on just different, just different things have happened for me, and it wasn't until I decided within me that the pain stops today 
that I was able to go ahead and step into this place where God is using me right now. So, guys, I want you all to be encouraged. And if you're dealing with anything, don't be afraid to reach out. I have a great guest that's going to be coming on in just a few moments here. He is a licensed professional counselor um, in the Raleigh area, and I'm um, going to let him come on in just a few moments, and he's going to share some information um, in regards to just, you know, different mental illnesses. It's not just depression. Um, it's so many other we have what is called the DSM-5 or DSM-4. Um, we call it the Bible of um, of mental illness, and it's just every type of mental illness that actually exists in this particular resource that we have. Um, so he's going to be coming on in just a second. I see you on, Mr. Hunt, and thank you for that. Just bear with us just a few more moments. We're just getting started. Um, but, guys, I want you to be inspired. If you need some help, don't be afraid to reach out to, for help. And if you can't reach anyone, you can always pick up the phone and call 911. Guys, I'm going to go to a break here. I hope you guys are enjoying the show. Thank you all for joining Veronda Bellamy Inspired. Sit back and enjoy. Now, this next song is for anybody who's ever had an obstacle or a challenge in life and you felt like you couldn't get on the other side of it. I got good news for you tonight. Philippians 4 and 13 says, I can do how many things? All things through Christ who strengthens me. And now, get ready, because we did put a little D'Angelo flavor on it. real good right now. Listen. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Yes, I can. I can do. I can do all things through Christ that strengthens me. Yeah. 
and bring you on. Ravenel Hunt, are you there? Yes, I'm here. Awesome. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing well. How are you doing? I'm doing, I am doing very, very well. I'm so honored to have you on um, to speak with the, the listeners tonight in regards to mental health. Thank you, thank you so, so much for joining us. I really do appreciate it. I hope you've enjoyed the show so far. Yes, I have. I uh, thank you so much for having me on your show tonight and to your listeners. Thank you again. Oh, it's my pleasure, my pleasure. So I tried not to spill all the beans for you, Mr. Hunt, <laughs> in regards to your entire background, so you would have something to share with the listeners. So um, we're just going to go ahead and start there and just and, and start with the question of exactly what is it that you do? Like, give us a little bit of a little bit more information in regards to what you do, Mr. Hunt. Um, well, right now I work at the QP. I've uh, for several years I've worked with a special needs population, um, just working with kids and adults with special needs. Uh, that's been a joy to me over the last several years, um, and now my transitioning into counseling. Um, Like you said, I've worked with uh, women and men uh, dealing with domestic violence, um, as well as clients who's dealing with grief, anger, depression, and behavior and anxiety issues. Um, And I guess uh, just things of, you know, just trying to help clients get a grasp on what's going on in their life and what's you know, kind of get to the root of the problem of what's going on and help them get the help that they need. That's awesome. And I know, you know, working in a field at times, it can be very, very challenging, but it's very rewarding, like you said, at the same time, because being in that position, you're in like the perfect position to really help someone. It takes time, but that's a great position to be in and a position of being able to offer your expertise um, as a vital help for someone that's really in need. So kudos to you on that, Mr. Hunt. Now, you were saying that um, you've been in the field for quite a while. How many years have you been in the field overall? Um, I've been in the field for a little over two and a half years, um, you know, working with various clients. Okay. And so with that being said, um, what are, like, some of the most challenging mental health um, conditions that you've worked with? Um, I would say anxiety issues. And um, first of all, I tend to think of things as, you know, a person has to want to get help in order for it to be effective. Um, And, you know, there's, there's the stigma of everything that comes up of why people don't seek help and counseling, but um, I would probably say anxiety issues are one of the hardest things we're dealing with uh, with clients. Yeah, why, why, why would you say that? Like, why anxiety? Like, what is it, what's the complexities that make you, you know, believe that that's one of the most challenging conditions to deal with? I guess, first of all, most people, you know, there may be little anxieties such as, you know, you're afraid of snakes or afraid of getting in elevators. Um, And sometimes those symptoms can go kind of unnoticed a lot of times. But uh, for a lot of clients, I think it's important for them to kind of recognize, you know, this is what's going on. And with anxiety, it can lead to other things, um, such as, you know, health issues with the heart. Um, You know, those are things that you want to kind of get dealt with as soon as possible before it gets, you know, even worse. You know, as you were saying earlier, you don't want to just want to be proactive more than reactive. A lot of times you can't just put a Band-Aid on it and expect it to be, you know, fixed. That's exactly true. That is so true. Um, And, you know, anxiety, I'm learning from you right now, actually, Mr. Hunt. (laughs) Um, But anxiety can manifest in really, I guess, in almost any type of way. Like you said, it could be as simple as being afraid of snakes to being, you know, claustrophobic to really just having any type of anything that could really 
raise your heart rate to the point of or paralyze a person to a point of them not being able to function when they're in that particular moment. Would you say that's kind of, um, you know, anxiety as well? Yes, yes. Okay, awesome. So you've been doing this for a few years now, and anxiety seems to be one of the most taxing um, challenges for you now, what populations do you work with exactly? Um, I work with all populations, adults, uh, teenagers, um, and as well as children. Okay. So you work with a little bit of everybody. Now, I, I'm i going to go there because that's <laughs> the focus of the show. <laughs> but, you know, when you deal with African Americans, you know, um, oftentimes our black folks, we don't want to think anything is wrong. You know, we, we are okay. Yeah. You know, this is just life. I'm used to dealing with stressful situations, and because I don't want to leave my house, I'm just not in the mood to leave my house, and ain't nothing wrong with me, right? <laughs> yeah, that's um, not exactly true. You know, there's something going on. You know, if you don't want to leave your house for two weeks, there's some depression going on there somewhere, so... Exactly, exactly. So what what exactly, elaborate a little bit more for the listeners um, as it relates to, you know, just African Americans and the mental health, um, the mental health, I guess, stigma that's associated with our community. Well, basically most of the stigmas, uh, some things are true. You know, you have stereotypes, some are true and some are false, um, but Mainly, most of the reasons that things are stigmatized within the African-American community is because of our lack of understanding of what mental health is. Um, and I think, for the most part, that we tend to rely on our family and religious and social community for emotional support. You know, you go talk to your pastor about what's going on. Instead of turning to a healthcare professional, um, even though it may be necessary, you know, that's probably the last person that you're going to go talk to. You know, you feel more comfortable uh, kind of saying, you know, I'm going to deal with it myself or, you know, talk to a family or a religious leader about it. And oftentimes, you know, it's just time for the individual to really, they could, I guess I can say they could, it could be a lot of the issues that stem from mental illness can be um, corrected if they were to reach out to, um, like, a, a professional from the very beginning instead of relying on, like you said, the community or family and, and resources of that such. Um, if, you, if, they're, if the individual reached out to a professional, like, they could go ahead and kind of nip it in the bud a whole lot quicker than they could with relying on those sources that may not have the expertise and, and exact know-how of guiding someone through such situation. Yes, so, and, you know, um, nothing I, wrong with going and talking to your pastor, you know, I definitely encourage that, but as you said earlier, they're going to uh, refer you out to someone who has more expertise in it, and uh, which is a counselor or a psychiatrist. That's exactly right, and you know, I don't know if it's true, but I was um, reading and I've heard before where some churches don't, like I think the pastors think they can counsel someone um, in almost any arena, and it, that's not necessarily the case. Um, I think they, the pastor can counsel you as it, re, as it relates to, like, spirituality, but when it comes to mental health and other other physical ailments and things like that, you definitely need to reach outside of that, um, reach outside of the pastor, and pastors should be willing to refer you to someone in that field. Um, and so relying on the pastor, I think, is good, and I think it's even better when you have a pastor that knows, you know, hey, I can't, my hands are tied, I can't do anything with this, let me get you in contact with someone that can really help you. Would you say that's accurate? Yes, I would say that's accurate. Okay, awesome. So um, that kind of touches on, you know, the African African American community, um, my community, in regards to mental health and just the different um, issues that arise from that. Like you, you talked about anxiety. What are some other uh, major mental health challenges that you come across? Um, I would say substance abuse also. Um, 
like as you've seen on the shows as far as like the intervention or doctor still uh substance abuse is a really tough arena to really deal with um, because that's mainly ways people cope with a lot of things. Uh, you may think you need a drink just to go to sleep at night. Um, when in fact, you know, you may want to find some other ways of coping. Um, and that's where a counselor or a psychotherapist uh, comes into play where they can help develop a treatment plan to help you find some other coping mechanisms to help you with whatever you're dealing with in your life. I agree. Yeah, with the substance abuse, that's huge. And a lot of times that's used to mask, like it's used to cover up what's really going on inside, right? Um, yes. And so do you believe that substance abuse um, supersedes mental health challenges or do you believe it's the other way around? Um, I would say it um, kind of varies in between the person. Uh, sometimes, uh, I guess, the uh, whatever's going on, they try to, I guess, hide it behind, you know, I guess the substance abuse, but sometimes that's the, the core of what's going on is the mental health issue. But sometimes you got to fight through uh that uh, substance abuse in order to get to what's really going on uh, inside the person or inside the brain. I agree. So in saying that, Mr. Hunt, what type of approach do you use with your clients? Um, I use, I guess, like I said, a collective approach. Um, You want to kind of sit down with the person and kind of see what's going on um, and kind of deal with different areas um, as far as what's going on within their household, what is their uh, family background history of either substance abuse or whatever. Uh, Have they sought counseling or treatment before? Um, Have, I guess, have they, uh, have they had an issue with this in the past and maybe this is a reoccurring thing? Sometimes you may find patterns with uh, with what's going on in order to kind of see, you know, what's really the deep issue of uh, what's going on with the person. Sometimes we may have uh, a family history of mental illness uh, that you may not think of or, you know, if you go and ask your family members, you know, I'm dealing with this, you know, has there been anybody... I guess, in the family that has dealt with this issue before. And sometimes, you know, you can find some uh, great answers through that. So you look for, when you when you start working with your clients, you look for a kind of like the patterns to kind of um, figure out exactly what's really going on um, <clears throat> to help the client to understand what it is that they're dealing with, right? Yes. Okay. Um, so you're saying then that mental illness can be biological, it could be um, environmental as well. What are your thoughts exactly about that? Yes, I definitely think it could be uh, both of those, biological and environmental. Uh, sometimes our environment plays a big role in what's going on, whether it's due to our socioeconomic status or um, just what we're around, what we've experienced in life uh, you know, life can be uh, bring about its great experiences in and of itself, um, but you know, also the biological sense of it um, is really getting an understanding of you know what's what's going on. Is there a pattern uh, in my family of mental illness, and um, like I said, kind of nipping at the bud and kind of getting the help that you need. I think is very important. That's wonderful, and I totally agree. So whenever someone is starting to feel like, well, let me ask you this, what are some of the warning signs that individuals should look at as it pertains to mental illness um, to kind of guide them to contacting someone like yourself? What are those warning signs? If you see changes uh, within what you usually do on a normal daily basis, say, you know, you – used to be more outgoing, talking, 
going out, talking to people, but yet, you know, you find yourself in a house for, or been alone for like two weeks. Um, you definitely want to see that as a warning sign of what's really going on. Um, you know, if there's certain things, like I said, that you used to do that you don't do, um, definitely look at those things. Um, if you notice, a lot of times people don't notice that there's a problem going on, but, you know, if others kind of come to you and say, you know, I've noticed a change in you, uh, you know, you may want to try to seek uh, some help from someone. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Um, with me, it was someone else that noticed the change first, and I looked at her like she was crazy. It actually was a coworker, a really good friend of mine that I that I had, um, and she noticed it in me. And I was like, "What are you talking about? Like you are insane!" And um, yeah. she happened to be of she's Caucasian, um, but we were I mean just really good friends. But she, and she said that to me, and I was like, this girl has no idea what she's talking about. You know, that's what I'm thinking to myself. Yeah. And surely enough, I started, you know, um, seeking help, and she was right on it. She was right on it. So I think that's a dead giveaway. I think with depression, um, oftentimes we don't even realize that we're depressed. Um, it may be other people that have realized it before we realize it within ourselves. Yeah, because a lot of times, you know, you're, if you're going through something, you're not going to realize because it's just going to seem normal to you. Nothing out of the ordinary. But, you know, you have those people outside of yourself that, you know, may understand or know you uh, well enough to identify that something's really going on with you. Yep, that's, that's exactly true. Um, and so... Um, as it relates to mental health and mental illness, um, I like to say that it's mental challenges. I don't really so much like the term mental illness, although it is what it is. But when um, yeah. someone is dealing with um, a mental challenge, like what what type of what how do you, what do you think they should do in terms of um, like what acts should they take actions should they take to contacting someone um, to get the help that they need. And definitely, you know, reach out to your resources within your community. Um, like I said, first person you may talk to is a family member or a pastor, um, and they can refer you out to someone to get the help that you need. Um, or, you know, if you want to look things up, you know, this is a technological age, uh, you can look up different counselors online uh, to get, you know, find someone that you may be comfortable with talking to uh, and just kind of call in. Uh, as to uh, make an appointment with that person and um, just kind of follow through with it. Okay. So a um, couple more questions. What are your final, like, what are your thoughts in regards to, like, I guess leaving the listeners with some type of inspiration um, as it relates to mental health? What type of um, feedback would you like to give to the listeners? I'm kind of like my motto, you know, you never stop learning. Um, and I found, uh, you know, that hurt people do hurt people. That was a book that I uh, read while I was uh, studying in school by Sandra, uh, Dr. Sandra Wilson. Um, and I found that a lot of times uh, when we're hurting, uh, we oftentimes hurt other people, uh, whether we intentionally do it or not. Uh, but it's good to get, you know, sound uh, counsel from someone that you may feel comfortable with, um, and I think it's best to, you know, seek counsel uh, while it may be found. I think a lot of times we um, may go on with things I've noticed a lot of times, and, you know, uh, I think it's good uh, to get counsel from people who are very knowledgeable in the field and who have a good grasp on it. Uh, different uh, disorders uh, men mentally and physically. I think it's it's best to um, focus on your mind, body, and spirit. I think those are three core areas that are very important to myself and I'm sure is important to others. 
I love that. That's a great way to to wrap it up, Mr. Hunt. Um, If the listeners would like to get in contact with you, sir, um, can you provide them with your email address so they can can shoot you a quick email and and try to um, connect with you that way? Yes, uh, they can shoot me an email at Ravenel Hunt, R-A-V-A-I-N-E-L-L-H-U-N-T at gmail.com. Awesome. I want to thank you so much, Mr. Hunt, for joining the live broadcast tonight. I will share your information with the listeners. Um, I, I really do appreciate it, and I will be in touch with you soon um, in regards to the show. Again, thanks for your time, sir. Do you have um, any questions for me at this time before you get off the line? No, I don't have any questions, but I do appreciate uh, you for taking the time to have me on your show tonight. And uh, it was a great pleasure. I've enjoyed it, and I've listened to uh, your previous shows. And uh, really uh, thank you for having the information to provide to the community. My pleasure, my pleasure. We'll be in touch, and maybe we can get you back on um, at some point later on throughout the year um, and talk about some other, like go a little bit deeper into mental health, um, mental illness, and um, we'll just kind of take it from there, okay? All right, you, my pleasure. Have a great, a great night. All right, you too. Thank you. Good night. You know, guys, counselors, we're, we're, they're so nice, right? They're so kind. Mr. Hunt, thank you. Thank you so much for joining. Um, and I hope you guys have gotten something really good from the dialogue and the interview that we just had um, uh, between myself and Mr. Ravenel Hunt. I will post his information up on the verandabellamy.com site so that you can reach out to him. And if you have any questions, um, certainly shoot them an email as well. But, guys, I'm going to play a quick song here um, to kind of break up the monotony just a little bit. I think you guys might like this song. Hold tight. Enjoy.
right i love it i absolutely love that song by um pharrell and it's titled happy um guys we have to make that up in our minds we are happy no matter what and if we're not happy go ahead and reach out to the professionals in our field in our communities that can really really help us um the guest that i just interviewed mr ravenel hunt um, he's in the Raleigh area, and um, I will post up his email address so you guys can shoot him a quick email. Um, he's definitely, he came highly referred to uh, be a guest on the show, and um, I just believe that he's just a great guy to work with, and he would definitely be able to assist you um, with whatever it is you're dealing with at that time. So, guys, he also hinted on um, the theme of the show, Mind, Body, Spirit, and Soul, right? All of those kind of work together in harmony. So if the mind isn't right, the body and the spirit and the soul is not going to be together. If the body is not together, then the mind, spirit, and soul is not going to be in balance. If the spirit is off, then the mind, body, and soul will be off as well. So we have to find a way to bring everything together to let it sink itself together and we do that by starting with the mind because the mind kind of leads everything right so if there's something like for myself one thing that I like to do um, I don't do it as often as I probably should but I do really really enjoy um, hot yoga Um, it's it's I have a video I'll have to post that video up um, that I found on YouTube that kind of describes the 90 minutes of hot yoga experience um, guys, it's just, it's just, I don't know. It's, it's very addicting. Um, it's, I can go say a month without doing hot yoga and then all of a sudden I'm just like craving to go into the studio and, and break it down. Just get a good, a good, um, workout in for 90 minutes, um, with the hot yoga. I'm not trying to push any particular, um, any particular studio or anything like that. It's just something that works for me. And you guys may want to, you know, research it and look up one in your local areas to see if there's um, a studio nearby that you can possibly link up with and, and go in and try it out for yourself. But for me, that experience um, the very from the very first time um, has been, I can't even put it in words, it's just great. And you leave out feeling like you can literally conquer the world, but your clothes will be drenching wet. Like you can literally take your clothes and almost like just, just um, what do you say, just wring out sweat from the clothes. <laughs> um, you can literally do that. It's just, I don't know, it's just just good. It's just really a really good workout. That's one thing you can do. You can always start by just taking walks. It could be a simple walk through your neighborhood. Um it could be in a park somewhere. It could be at your local gym. Just doing something, um, especially with the weather being nice, you want to get out of the house. You want to go out and really get you some vitamin D in from the sun. It's really good for the body. It's good for the mind as well. Um, and if those two are working, then the spirit is going to you know, be working as well. So, guys, it's all about, honestly, feeding your body, mind, Feeding your mind, um, your body, your spirit, and your soul, you have to feed all four capacities in order for you to to really perform at 100% of yourself. And it's very easy to do, and it's just as easy not to do, Um, uh, specifically as it pertains to mental, mental, the mind aspect of it. If you are not feeling 100% with with your mental health, you can always reach out to a counselor and um, get the guidance that you need to kind of work through whatever it is that's kind of, you know, bringing you down. A lot of times with mental health, like Mr. Hunt referred to, you know, it could be um, it could be biological, it could be environmental, um, it could be social. Like it's so many different um, things that can cause someone to go into a depression or if it's something as serious as um, schizophrenia or bipolar then um, a lot of times those diagnoses are actually, uh, it's biological. So it's, um, it could be possibly a family history um, of those things. I also happen to believe that it can be envir- environmental as well. So depending on the environment that you grew up in, um, your mind could be just, you know, in that state of responding. And um, over time, um, it's, it, it becomes a, a mental illness for you. But 
guys, those things are workable. Um, it's nothing to feel ashamed about. Um, and because when you start getting the right help, you will come out, like I told you guys, at the top of the show, you'll come out so much stronger than you've ever been in your life. I encourage you, please go out, get the help that you need, um, go into prayer, reach out to your pastor. If nothing, call 911 and say, help. And, and you know 911, they're going to get somebody out there, depending on your neighborhood. You know, it may take a little bit longer than other times. But 911, um, but um, guys, just get the help that you need, seriously. Um, the easiest way I can break down mental health or mental illness is, or I like to call it mental challenges, um, is just like if you have a heart condition or you break a toe or your tooth is broken, like there's a, a a um, specialist in that particular field that can really help you navigate through what it is that you're you're dealing with at that particular time. So it's the same thing with mental health. It's nothing to be ashamed about, and that's really why I wanted to start the series off by talking about mental health. Is because I know within the African American community, oftentimes we we are so inclined to just dealing with things on our own, and and for the most part, we do very 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 well. Um, in overcoming obstacles and challenges, but when you are in a constant state of, of fight and flight and you um, are not getting the help that you need, it can really break you down, and then your body, your spirit, your soul, all of that will break down and collapse at the same time. So um, I encourage you guys to go ahead and get the help that you need. If there's anyone on, if you guys have any questions for me, you can always um, email me as well at info at verondabellamy.com. Guys, it's coming to the end of the show. I really, 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 really do appreciate you guys for joining the Veranda Bellamy Inspired Show, where my focus is to bring you guys content of relevancy. I pray that you guys have gotten something from the show tonight. You feel inspired, like you feel like you can go conquer the world. Um, I really hope that you've gotten something from what's been shared, either from myself or from um, Mr. Ravenel Hunt. And, um, guys, I, I really want you guys to go off next week and just have an awesome week um, no matter what, no matter what the weather is, no matter what your coworkers do to you, no matter what your family says or does to you. Be inspired anyhow. You know why? Because you can. I love you guys. Have a great week. We'll talk again next Sunday. Be blessed. Some call you mighty, some call you awesome, but we call you amazing. Help me say you're amazing, you're amazing, you're amazing, so amazing, you're amazing, you're amazing, you're amazing, so amazing. I'm so glad you're mine. Oh, I'm glad to say you're mine. Come on, Tiff Joy, help me out.